0: Hey, we're Todd and Kristen.
1: Join us as we learn to become fearless in love.
0: Well, welcome to the Fearless in Love podcast. We're glad that you have joined us. Uh, Those of you who have been following along may have noticed that we had a little bit of a break. (laughs) We had had two weeks here off during the holidays where we had every intention of recording and just didn't get to it. So hopefully that gave everyone an opportunity to spend more time pondering the questions that we asked you to ponder last time. So, and that's what we're going to kind of share with you today. We're going to let you in a little bit on our journey in that same process of asking those questions. So Kristen, how are you doing?
1: Doing well. We had a great Christmas and with family, which is why we didn't record because we were busy with family in town and yeah, it was wonderful. So excited to get the new year started and we're excited about continuing this topic. So it's good.
0: Yeah, it was a great Christmas and New mm-hmm. Year's and yeah, it was fun to have everybody around. So in the last episode, we talked about how in the NLT translation, 1 Corinthians 7 says that a husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs and the wife should fill her husband's needs. And we talked and about how that teaching from the church often omits the first part of that phrase and focuses exclusively on the wife's duty to meet her husband's sexual needs and how that teaching has caused significant damage in a lot of relationships. And so during our conversation last time, I asked Kristen whether she had ever considered whether she had sexual needs or wondered what those needs might be. And if you didn't listen to the last episode, she laughed. True. Yeah, she laughed and and <laughs> not specifically, you know, contemplated that question. And so what we encouraged all of you to do was to take some time and really sit down and ponder that question and ask the Lord, like, what are your true desires? Do you really have needs? If you do, what are what are those needs? So we did that same thing. Mm-hmm. And so what we're gonna talk about today and kind of let you in on was how we processed that exercise with each other, the mm-hmm. things that we thought of, heard, and experienced when we when we did that. And it was an interesting couple of weeks as we had time to ponder that, to talk about it. And hopefully this will encourage you, if you haven't already done that, to do the same thing. Because I think just taking the opportunity first to to really process, what really truly are your desires? And I think so often things we identify as sexual desires, sexual needs are really just things that are pointing actually pointing us to other things that are deeper needs that we have and they kind of play themselves out sometimes through the thoughts of sexual needs and sexual desires and looking for those things to fulfill something in us Mm -hmm. and so taking that time to process through that uh, and really explore what's going on in your heart is an important thing to do and then to be able to have conversation with someone around that is also really powerful so I think maybe the the best way to start is for Kristen for you to kind of share what that was like for you Mm
1: mm-hmm So Todd had asked me multiple times to take that to the Lord, and I guess I had not very specifically done that. And so it was a good opportunity for me just to sit down with the Lord and and talk to him about that. And so I just, as I was praying about it initially, I felt led to read the Song of Songs. So I reread the Song of Songs. And after that, I just asked the Lord, really, what are... The desires of my heart? What are my sexual desires? And it was interesting as I listened to him and just journaled what I felt like he was putting on my heart. And I realized really, so as I started journaling, I didn't know what would come out. But what I discovered is, I'm not going to read exactly my journal entry here, but just big picture, it was basically my desire is just for someone well for Todd to love me in a way that just sweeps me off my feet. (laughs) No pressure, honey. A love that's just selfless and where he fights for me and a love that gives, that's sincere, that's secure, that's life-giving, that's joy-filled, really a love that just celebrates. And I think after I read Song of Songs, I just, I could see so much of that in there. And I just, it's like I could step into the book almost when I was reading it and just feel myself experience what she was, what I felt like she was experiencing. And just so I realized those are the longings of my heart. Those are really the deepest longings of my heart. And so I wrote those down and immediately just realized, I said, Lord, I know that this love is yours. Like, this is the love that you have for me. Your love does sweep me off my feet. When I enter into your love, that's what happens. And your love does fight for me. It's absolutely secure. It is life-giving. It is a love that celebrates. It's joy-filled. That love is is from Him. And so I realized that immediately. <laughs> and I read back through it and thought, wow, yep, that's, that is your love, Lord. And so really instantly I realized like my deepest heart's desire is for the love that God has already given to me. I have in him if I just lean in and let myself experience his love and really lean into his love. So that was my first realization after I wrote that. And then my second one I just thought, you know, that's God's love. He's, he's God. (laughs) My husband, you know, he's not God and he can't be God. And so I just, I started processing that with the Lord and said, I, I really can't expect my husband to fill these needs fully in me. And so I was asking him, you know, really, what is my response? Because I know these are the deepest longings of my heart. And I know you fill them. And so what is my response? So and what I felt like the Lord reminded me of was Ephesians 5, 22, where he says, Submit to your husbands as unto the Lord, as unto him. And that really, well, what I, what I asked the Lord then was, Lord, does that look like the woman in Song of Songs? Because what I realized as I read the Song of Songs was his love, the man's love, invites her desire. So I was thinking about the love of my husband, and even though it's not going to be perfect, and I can't expect it to be perfect, can it invite my desire still? And so I asked the Lord that, and he said, yes. (laughs) Yes. Invite your husband to intimacy with you, celebrate it, indulge in the love of your husband is what I felt like the Lord was telling me. Don't push away his love. Even though it's going to be imperfect, don't ever push it away. Communicate your desires, celebrate his love and trust me, trust the Lord for the rest. And then I said, let your he, I felt like he, I wrote, cause I felt like he said, let yourself experience romance, let yourself experience being swept off your feet open to love welcome love receive love and the intimacy comes in many forms welcome it all mm-hmm. so that was basically my my journal entry and and i didn't share it with you for a while
0: right, right. <laughs> yeah yeah you didn't share it with me for a while and I think you didn't share it with me. Well, tell me why, why didn't you share it with me right away?
1: Well, you asked me multiple times. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll share it with you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But the reason I was hesitant was because I felt like it was going to put pressure on you and you were going to think, oh man, what? That's not what I expected to be. And I can't, I I can't do that because I don't think either one of us knew what we expect it to be. I didn't know if it was going to be sexual type of desires that we would, that we would consider sexual types of desires. Or what it was going to be, and so when it wasn't, because I feel like that's more tangible for you. Like, oh, I, I can do that, mm-hmm. but this was not as tangible, and it just felt like it. I felt like it was going to put pressure on you, and that you were going to feel like, oh man, how I, only God can do that. I can't do that. So I just i I didn't want to. I don't know. I guess discourage you. Right. is how I felt.
0: Right. Yeah, and I I didn't know what to expect either from that. I didn't know what you were going to share with me. And think you you're right when I when I first looked at the the list of things that you had written down, it did seem a little overwhelming. Like, wow, I don't know that I can do that. I mean, that was that was my just initial mm-hmm. response. Mm-hmm. And then it was super interesting because then when I sat down uh, after that and kind of went through a similar exercise. And and when I did that, I actually sat down and and was more focused on processing through the things that you shared with me more so than me specifically asking those same questions of Mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. And, but when I, when I sat down and started to do that with the feeling that, wow, that's a kind of an overwhelming list of things. And can I really do that in a way that's going to satisfy you right that's going to make you feel loved in the way that you desire to feel loved so I sat down and just was praying about that and kind of felt that prompting just to read over that list again felt like it really kind of said read over that list again and then what was what's your immediate reaction as you read over that list and when I did that that time in that context it was not a reaction of feeling overwhelmed it actually was kind of a a feeling that was, was life-giving. Like, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's, I'm not ever going to be able to do that perfectly. But as I prayed over that list, I realized that really the desires of my heart would be to be able to love you in that way for you to feel those things that you described you wanted to feel. It was like, there was something in me that that was actually a life giving thought that Mm -hmm. I would love to be able to do that. And that somehow that, that matched up with the desires of my heart as well. Mm -hmm. And obviously there are lots of things that get in the way of that and, and it's challenging and, but, but still it was, that was the, the immediate reaction as I processed it, mm-hmm. you know, in that context and taking it mm-hmm. in prayer.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. So encouraging. And I think key that you took it in prayer, <laughs> you know, because I feel, well, I, I'm sure the Lord, I know the Lord told you more from there too. And so it's when it's him revealing, well, from him, it's going to be encouraging, right? right. it's going to give hope.
0: Yep. Yeah. Cause I did. I felt like in the, in that process is if I tried to do those things myself, just try to take that on and I'm just going to do it that (laughs) realistically I was going to fail probably miserably, (laughs) (laughs) you know, maybe moments of good things, but then lots of not so much. And what I really heard in the midst of that was the Lord just saying, just remember two words, and those two words were, we can. It's his desire to love you in that way as you described. Mm-hmm. And it's not only his desire to do that. That's just, that's who he is and, and how he loves. Mm-hmm. And so just th- to remember that it really is a team effort <laughs> to, so to speak, in, in those moments of discouragement, just remember we can. Mm-hmm. That I have the Holy Spirit in me mm-hmm. and that because of that, we can love you in the way that you Mm -hmm. desire. And that by doing that, it's actually going to bring life to me Mm -hmm. and fulfill what are the the deepest desires of my heart as well. So it was a really cool Mm -hmm. time and just such Mm -hmm. a simple little thing to remind myself of is just that we can.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. His spirit living in you, you are one with him. You are connected to him. And it's really just extending that love that's in you through him. I mean, because of him, he's given you his love. And so it's, it's together. Then you're just, you're just extending his love because you're one with him.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so as we Processed all of that more. It just became more and more apparent to us that that the true desires of our hearts are for connection. And yeah, a part of that is sexual, but it's not. But if, if our focus is just on pleasure, mm-hmm. you know, like that's all I'm after is some kind of new pleasure. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be enough. Yeah. No matter how much pleasure there is, it's never going to be enough because that's not really Mm -hmm. what the true desires of our hearts are. The true desires of our hearts are for connection, which goes back to that picture of relationship with, you know, between Christ and the church. And so it's, it's the desire for connection. But when we experience connection in the way that we've been talking about here today, those true desires of our, in the midst of fulfilling those true desires of our hearts, Mm -hmm. The result of that is pleasure that's far greater than pleasure that is just sought out for itself.
1: Amen. So, so true. And again, it reminds me of Song of Songs. I feel like you can just see in the Song of Songs that his love, the man's love, which also represents God's love, is, I mean, it is it's just sweeping her off her feet. I mean, he loves her. It is his love. If you look, I just started noticing the word love in song of songs. I mean, it is almost, it's just constant Mm -hmm. and it's his love that is inviting this, that invites her desire. She is so desiring of being, of being connected to him and so there's like he, she's just like so drawn to him, and then she's inviting. She's not just like, "Oh, I'm glad you love me." She's like, "I love you, mm-hmm. and I want to be so near you." And she's just she is inviting him.
0: And I think that's the that intimacy. is the difference between like the duty mm-hmm. mentality mm-hmm. and the response mm-hmm. from. Feeling the kind of love that you were describing, yes, and and I think that's what I'm saying. Like for a, for a man, I think that really at the true desire level of our hearts is for that kind of response. You know, that inviting response, that true, just response to love that is not something that is done out of just I know I'm supposed to mm-hmm. and. Uh, or I feel like it's my duty or it's my responsibility. And it's like, that just does not produce any fruit in either person because at the root of it, it's not connection.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And I feel like the deepest part of a man's heart is really to God made you to love as he loves. Mm-hmm. And so I, Honestly, I think the deepest fulfillment of your heart is going to be lo- to love as he loves because he made you to do that and that is like that is rising up to be the man that God truly created you to be, which is going to be the most fulfilling thing. And the result of that is the, the you know, like we talked about the masculine and feminine, the result of that when the masculine gives because God has made you to do that, the what you're going to get in return is of incomparably greater value. And so you're going to get this beautiful response when a woman understands, when a wife understands that it is, that is God's desire is for that deepest connection and for to be drawn to one another. And a wife is open to that, receives that, welcomes that, invites that and she's free to be able to give of herself in that way, then there's just this beautiful connection that happens. I think the deepest desire of our heart is for that deep, deep connection. But when a man is playing out that role that God actually created him for, it's going to be incredibly life-giving to you, and and of course life-giving to, to your wife, especially when she is receiving and receptive to it in the way that God designed the bride to be you know, the church to be to him. Right. Amen. (laughs) Hopefully everyone followed that as much as I could feel that in my heart. Like it just feels so true.
0: That's really, that's, it's, that's powerful. And I think it is something that for all of us just to really spend time pondering, because I think there is so much truth in what you just said Mm -hmm. and so much power in that. Mm -hmm. And it takes things out of the realm of selfishness or I need you to do this for me and I feel like I have to do that for you. And just it it takes all of that stuff away and really is just a giving and receiving of love mm-hmm. that is beautiful mm-hmm. and, and pleasurable mm-hmm. and is life-giving.
1: Right, right.
0: So I think we'll just wrap at that point today and you know just maybe that is the the assignment or the 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 prompt for this week is just to to contemplate what what Kristen just said and for yourself and and have conversation with someone about it. if you're married conversations with your with your spouse about that have the courage to be able to talk about those things that are really really on your heart and have the courage to take those to to take those questions to the lord what are the true desires of my heart.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think I want to mention too, as you say that, because I know we have listeners who are single as well. And so thank you so much for listening. I think it's incredibly powerful and wonderful that you're listening. I was thinking, again, you mentioned this earlier, but those sexual needs, we feel, you know, we call them sexual needs. We feel that they're sexual needs. Those desires that, that God has placed within us, To draw near to someone, they are for a purpose. And obviously, because that's why God gave them to us. And I really believe they are for the purpose of reminding us that we are meant to connect with, first of all, God, just that connection piece, and then to other people, you know, to a future spouse, to even if you're single you know, maybe God's called you to singleness. And, and still that is a reminder, I believe with all my heart that we are meant to be connected again to God and to each other. It doesn't mean we have to feel a a sexual desire, but our bodies are reminding us that we're meant to, to know and be known and have relationship with people. And so I just think it's really important to to realize that there is a purpose. We can celebrate the purpose of God reminding us that we're meant to be in relationship with people. And it looks different depending on the relationship, obviously, and God uses it in different ways, but
0: yeah, that, that is so true. And I think that is true at every level, regardless of whether you're married or not married is that those things that we identify as sexual desires are really pointing us to deeper desires That we think have to be played out that way, and that's just one beautiful representation of it. But it's it's not really in as we've learned. It's not really the core Mm -hmm. desire that we have, right? Yeah. So anyway, contemplate that. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Exactly. So contemplate that, Mm -hmm. and we look forward to continuing the discussion. And we'll see you next time.
1: Together, let's learn to love fearlessly.